0: All right, and welcome back to the Soggy Pancakes Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nathan. And I'm
1: your host, Wilson. And, 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 and.
0: and thank you for um, joining us this episode. Episode I would... 71. Yes, but the thing is, I didn't really want to say it because we say it later.
1: You know, you make a good point, but we just got to get our point across twice. Just so you guys know, because you
0: care which episode
1: it is. I know, and we just want to make sure that you guys understand what you're listening to. You know, we don't want mm-hmm. you to confuse. I know we... Int- and... <laughs> that was w- and we int- <laughs> so if you can't and we them, oh. <laughs> and we introduce the, in
0: the-, the steering wheel just kept going off
1: yeah it's fine and we introduce in the intro so we really do it three times yeah yeah, yeah whatever floats your boat it's fine though we gotta give the people what they want you know
0: alright shout out time I, thank you To the 14 people.
1: Dude, that's facts. That have
0: reviewed the podcast.
1: And also, have we gotten any DMs? No. Guys, what's going on? Guys, I know you want to.
0: (laughs) So, if our goal, this podcast, if you're listening on Spotify, go review and give us, actually, honestly, give us what you honestly think about the podcast. Please. That could be one, that could be three, that could be five, whatever floats your boat but let's get to 20 reviews let's go as we should let's go dude we got 14 last episode alone so we we're going crazy all right well without further ado
1: well no i want to talk about something else oh
0: sorry go ahead
1: i got a free waffle house from my friend i got a free waffle for my friend who works at waffle house oh yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. dude tiffany's a goat <laughs> yeah she's so nice she literally, dude, she was like, I was like, I'm not really hungry. She was like, no, you're hungry. Let me get you a waffle. I was <laughs> like, stop, <laughs> Tiffany. Chill. Get you a free waffle, bro. We, You know what we should do? If we get 25 reviews on Spotify, we'll record a podcast at the Waffle House. It has to be, if we get 25
0: reviews. How about that? If we get to twenty-five,
1: yeah. If we get twenty-five <laughs> reviews on market, Spotify, this is a marketing thing. If this video
0: gets one million likes, we'll yeah, <laughs> right.
1: No, if we get twenty, if we get twenty-five reviews 20 25 on reviews. Spotify, and they gotta be five star, obviously. obviously. I, mean, I don't know why you wouldn't do five star. No, they don't. But whatever.
0: And we will have Tiffany on the podcast.
1: We will have Tiffany on the
0: podcast. All
1: do right. it, please. That'd be so fun.
0: <laughs> and if not, Tiffany might die so that's why you have to die. no
1: she won't she's immortal oh yeah. all right now it's time for the episode it's time it's time all right Without enjoy guys
0: ado, let's roll the intro now see this would actually be a good podcast if we knew what we were doing <laughs>
1: He needs a permission slip. Yeah, I can't be responsible. <laughs> <laughs> and I just start going ham with the pitchfork on this horse. Next week on Soggy Pancakes. I'm one of your hosts, Nathan. And I'm the other host, Wilson. And don't forget to go check out SoggyPancakes.com. Enjoy the episode. Peace.
0: And welcome back to episode 71. Thanks for joining us. I'm one of your hosts, Nathan. And I'm
1: the other host, Wilson.
0: And this week, we have a special guest. If you'd like to go ahead and introduce yourself
2: uh hey nathan hey wilson this is eric Utsinger. happy to be here yeah i'm awesome. glad you're here how do yeah. we how do we know you um just a neighbor of wilson's for a long time yes watched he is him grow up and do the the, the stud handsome he, boy yeah. that he is today that's what i'm yeah. talking about right there Absolutely. <laughs> so, so yeah never yeah. thought he had a chance actually <laughs> wow he is. wow yeah. he is. wow
1: um dang i can't believe i'm already getting bullied and we're two seconds in <laughs> it was a compliment that kind of went the
0: wrong
2: way i know man hey but know.
1: Well, i've been a long time fan yeah of the show oh. so thank you it's,
2: it's an honor to be here yeah Appreciate i will
1: say uh, he has showed me this recently i have a new idea because i don't know if anybody if we've talked about this on the show but we have business cards and when we were at the beach a couple of weeks ago you showed me there was a he put a qr code on his business card and i was like that's genius i totally should have done that i would like to say it was my idea it was it was not Ah, it was my idea, it, wasn't your idea. It, it was it was my you my can partner. claim it yeah it was totally my idea let's delete that yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm a genius yeah but that was i think that's such a great advertising move right there and i'm mad i didn't think of that
2: well the other thing you do is i see people it's not going to be as um genius is um to go to like trade shows or places with the qr code on your t shirt so when people uh, are walking around, they're behind you. They like click on your back or
1: something. Yeah. Well, that was the most genius Super Bowl commercial. Right. Did you see that? Like yeah. that, w- that. And as soon as I saw that, I'm said every commercial is gonna have it. Their
0: their website crashed because of that. Because, the Super because of, Bowl.
1: of how oh, yeah. many how many people signed on at the same time? No idea, but it was too like fifty two million or something. It was crazy. Yeah. It was genius. It's the most. genius. You could go
2: rude with it though at the trade show, and in the picture is just like a. Like when you <laughs> click on the QR yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean think about what you could just make pop up. Oh, you could do <laughs> you could literally do anything. You could literally
1: do anything. I thought that was genius. Your dad sends
2: me some things that maybe would work for that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I thought that was genius. Well,
0: actually, I was, you know, making merch for the podcast. I actually had an idea of doing a barcode cuz food and kind of like barcode like you could do something like oh, that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. And I was that. trying to get it to go to the soggy pancakes website when you scan the barcode. So yeah,
1: you never know in the future be on the lookout dude. It's genius <laughs> but I mean now I see him in commercials all the time I don't know if and you guys have noticed it but I've noticed it a hundred percent, but it's genius anybody will do it Because it's so easy.
0: You don't know what's gonna be mm-hmm,
1: and it's so simple But it is really funny to watch uh, Older people who are not very good with technology try and do his QR code. That was my dad last week he literally
2: he and my mom came down from Indiana and they still travel with an atlas. Oh yeah, and they do. you guys may not know. I don't know what your audience uh, is here, uh, age-wise, but an atlas actually folds out. It's a map of the actual roads. I'm not talking about an atlas app. I'm talking about an actual atlas. Wow. Um, so yeah, and she printed out directions on
1: MapQuest. So. Oh, dude. Honestly, I would do the same thing. <laughs> like, what? Why? I mean, I don't know. I guess it's just they're used to just using MapQuest and stuff like that, but. Why wouldn't you just plug it into the uh they do that too and yet they still got lost. Really? <laughs> yes. That's impressive. Uh, yes. Yeah. But yeah. but they made it home. I, mean, I think dude, I think the equation for like the time for when you're on, going on maps and you say it tells you what time you're going to get there and it is usually 98% of the time spot on. It's crazy. That's crazy. That equation is genius. It's like you take like I mean, just think about it. The first time you do it, it's probably not going to be that good. But once you start traveling with it and it gets your average, like say, not everyone travels the same, like the speed limit, right? So then the it like tracks how fast you averagely go on a, like a if you averagely on a 45 go 51 miles per hour, it's going to take that into account and calculate so that.
2: So it used to be where you could try to beat the time. It would estimate, tell you when you're going to be there, but then you... Speed up a little bit, try to right. click the time down. But you're right; now it's more accurate because it knows that you speed, and mm-hmm. you're gonna get there faster. It's
1: crazy. It's genius.
2: Think about what if?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if the app just they like
1: partnered with the police station? <laughs> Did a little mm-hmm. collaboration? Well, you know what I'm ways, saying? On Waze, they had in the bottom right, it tells it like turns red if you're speeding, and I it there's like a it's like a circle, and if you go in. By how much you're going, how much mile per hour you're going over the speed limit, the bar like rises. And so I would think i I've never gone that fast to know, but I would think if you're going fast enough, it would do something. I don't know what it would do, but I mean, I've never
0: gone fast enough. What to if know. Waze was actually made by the police department? Dude, that's what and then they just they're just slowly gathering data and then they're gonna strike at the right time. Strike everyone?
2: Yeah, <laughs> probably. I think um. That's probably not going to happen. Yeah, man. I would <laughs> have to agree. You've <laughs> got yeah. all the government drone birds, though, doing a lot oh, of surveillance. Oh, so right right don't right even now, get a start us started on do. that I one. I won't. I won't. I don't <laughs> want to go there. But just so you know, I absolutely agree that birds are not real. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a great, great so way obvious. to start. No, I, I. You know, I don't know if you guys broach the subject a lot, but it's just, you know, aside from the um how genius it was with the actual bird poop and feathers and stuff to really, I mean, they nailed it. Mm-hmm. But it's. It's obvious they're not real.
1: It makes so much sense. I'm sorry, but it just makes so much sense. That. Like in specific like city areas. It's not everywhere. I'm not saying every bird's not real, but it's only in like this big city area so they can keep track of data and stuff like that. Grouse are not real. I don't know if you've ever heard of a grouse. What's a grouse? Exactly. They're not real. What is that? I don't even know.
2: Do you know, you have don't know? know I I've never heard of that. It's what my neighbor, who I was telling you about before we started, mm-hmm. uh, hunts about 10 times a year and he never kills a grouse he says he sees one every once in a while but we finally had to tell him that there's no such thing as a grouse because he spends hours up in the mountains looking for grouse but then he sent a picture of one one year we have no idea to confirm whether it's real or not and they actually put something up on the internet on wikipedia that shows a grouse so there are people that believe these are real but i've yet to tell my neighbor that they're not
1: is a grouse like is that supposed
2: to be like a yeti type thing or a Sasquatch, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> no, I actually think the bird exists. <laughs> yeah, and you can hunt them. They're just more popular up north, where, uh, but down here they're they're very elusive. They're kind of small. And oh, it's
1: like a specific type of bird. bird yes. Oh, okay. I did but not. they don't exist. Okay. But they
2: don't exist. Yeah. At least not where Walt hunts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, we'll have like to break yeti. it to him. <laughs> but. All right, well, let's kind of switch subjects. Talked about you. I call you Mr. Utzinger, yeah. but yeah, you know. Eric's fine. Eric's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm 18. No now. one calls me
2: either of those names, actually. Really? I have lots of nicknames.
1: Really? Yes. What's your favorite one that you get called? <sighs> well, um. I've heard that. It, it really uh, depends it's... on the venue of okay. where I'm at. Okay. So if
2: I'm at, um,. Around here, most people do. Uts if you were Uts. at a rap concert, what would it be? Uh, I wouldn't be, okay. uh, not, <laughs> not because of. You could have said any concert, and okay. I wouldn't be there. Just that shows my age. I don't. Uh, I don't do crowds or fifteen dollars beers anymore. Uh, uh, wow, and lines for the restroom. But if someone has a suite, <laughs> I'll go. Um, but they would call me Uts most likely. I've heard that one. Very few people call me Eric. If I'm playing basketball, usually Uts or Crockpot. Crockpot. Crockpot is my nickname. He's always cooking something up. Is that where it came from? So, you know, that would make sense, but it is not. I, uh, I'm not very good, but I enjoy <laughs> playing basketball. And uh, I usually only shoot three point shots. And uh, one day I, I kind of caught fire a little bit throughout the pickup day. And uh, someone said, um, Utz, is, he's not really like a microwave. He's more like a crock pot. It takes him a while to heat up. Oh. And that was about 15 years ago, and it stuck. Wow. still people that call me crockpot. That's um, a good one. That's a good one. And then uh, Bowling, I'm Kingpin. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. Self-named. 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 Um,
1: Named it after the Owen... That's Owen Wilson, right? No.
2: Um, uh, Woody Harrelson. Oh, So The movie Kingpin. But... Yeah. Um yeah, I named myself that in the bowling league.
1: How good are Wait, you're in a bowling league?
2: That was that was a long time ago.
1: Okay. How good how good were you at bowling?
2: Ah, uh, I was better at bowling than I am at basketball. Okay. So I'm like a, I probably had like a 165
1: average in the league. 165 average? Yeah, um, I had some You had a 169 yesterday. I did. Have but one. that was of three solid. games. That's solid. Yeah. It took you three games to get to 169 or you had a 169? Uh no the one round I had one <laughs> okay. yeah no it wasn't no, his yeah. overall total in three games no that'd be a little embarrassing. But
0: No, the the first round uh what did we we were just messing we were just yeah we were warming up, up the first game whatever I broke a hundred cool second round we <laughs> we picked the lightest ball there and we put, played that I'm not gonna lie we put some launch down the lane
2: I let me tell you I put some spin on that baby it was. Going, you're you're those kids, yeah, you know, chucking the six pound ball. Yeah. yeah, it was really I hard to get one striped. pin may have gone in the other lane.
1: Yeah, that was I've never no, seen that before. It's
0: No, like because I was bowling and it it just it went down right. It whatever yeah. it was going fast, but and one of the pin popped out and went into the other lane into the gutter, mm-hmm. and then like a few minutes later, the lady there bowling, she bowls down, it goes in the gutter, and then there's two pins up. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like a split, and the the bowling ball hits the one hits the pin in the gutter, knocks it, almost hits the pin across, <laughs> and then the bowling ball hits the other pin. It's like it almost just <laughs> like Dude, it gave it, him a strike. But nobody even
1: saw it. That was the weird like, – I didn't even no. notice it until she hit it. Oh, really? It's yeah, just, I didn't see it. A pin just popped out
0: of nowhere. So, so that weird. just has an extra pin now, I guess.
2: Bowling something you can do forever. That's why everyone should enjoy it. It doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah, you bowling is fun. It is fun, mm-hmm. but – a long time ago, you know, the, the, there's some bowling alleys around here, and I called them on a Saturday, and I said, um, and a lady answered. She said, this is Debbie. Can I help you? And I said, uh, yeah, do you have a wait? And she said, yeah, it's about a two-hour wait. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, we're on our way. Can you put us on the list? She said, no, you got to be here. I said, Debbie, come on. I thought I could sweet-talk Debbie. She yeah. said, Debbie, come on. We're, we're coming. We come there a lot. And she said, uh, nope, got to be on the list. She was being a little... Little rude, and I said, "Debbie, do you have any idea who you're talking to right now?" And she God. said, uh, "Who's this?" I said, "This is Kingpin Utzinger." And she said, "I don't give a damn who you are. You got to have your name on the list." He <laughs> said, "All right then." Dang. So when I showed up and I said Utzinger to put my name on the list, she said, "Oh, you're Kingpin." I said, "Yes, I am." <laughs> and from that day forward, I became Kingpin. Oh, breath. And then there's another story to that that my wife says I made up uh, a lot of it, but it's a pretty good story
1: and <laughs> is it made, well no you know
2: what i don't think it's made up at all okay
1: we won't we'll leave it at that yeah
2: she knows but so fast forward and i get in the bowling league and i put my name as kingpin and then people start recognizing me as kingpin really uh, when i come in say hey, kingpin and i was standing in line this is the part that she says i start to exaggerate but it's i swear this is how it happened at least in my mind and um Debbie and a few people said, "Hey Kingpin," and I said hello back and the guy behind me in line said, "Are you Kingpin?" I said, "Yes, I am." And he said, "Would you would you mind signing my shoes?" No. And no I was way. like, "Sure." So, I start to sign the shoe <laughs> and this is so Cindy, I know. It's my wife Cindy slaps the pen out of my hand and says, "Don't you sign his shoes." And he looked at me and I said, she thinks, you know, you're going to sell them on eBay or something. And they could be worth something. So, uh, you know. Could they be worth something the long <laughs> They could be. We don't know. I mean, she wouldn't let me sign them. Uh, but no, they would not be worth anything. And I just don't know who he thought Kingpin was. I mean
1: yeah, says, you you a good point. Like,
2: who who does he think that is?
1: I mean have you ever watched bowling? I'm so I'm sure oh, somebody yeah. somebody's named Kingpin. Well that's what I thought about telling people from now on when
2: they ask me what I do for a living. One of two things because you know, it's just people ask that at parties and yeah. meet people. So I thought about saying I'm an actor and they <laughs> say what movies are you? and say I was in I am a stormtrooper.
0: Oh,
2: uh, that's a good one. You could never you know, which one? Uh you know.
1: The one, the white right. helmet one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you don't say anything. Yeah. They, they can't prove it for sure. Um, and then the, the other one was to say I'm a professional bowler, which I have done that before, actually. You really? know who I told I was a bowler? Who? Patrick Ewing. Really? We were sitting down at a, um, uh, a dinner with a local hospital charity event, and I happened to be at Patrick Ewing's table. Wow. And, uh, I think Michael Jordan's always there, and uh, so it's really neat, and uh, we're lucky to be able to do it. Um, And uh, so I'm sitting by Patrick Ewing, and I said, uh, just trying to make conversation, he's he's a good guy, he was was having a lot of fun, and I said, uh, said, Patrick, does it ever annoy you that you can't just walk down the street and get lunch without people saying something to you? I mean, you're famous and all that. And he just kind of looked at me, he didn't really answer, so I said, because I, it's the same thing for me when I go bowl. I bet. I and, bet. <laughs> and he just I looked bet. at me and he said, uh, I said, because when I go bowl, sometimes I just want to bowl. Right. And then everyone's coming up to you, asking for your autograph. And it's just, you know, it's fine. I do it. But sometimes you just want to bowl. And he just looked at me like, who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: really funny oh my god so
2: yeah i like that story really? no one really knows if you're you say you're right. a professional you basketball say, player yeah. like no you're not you yeah. say you're a bowler like well how would they know
1: right you know, so <laughs> what's your average uh, 280 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny have you ever bowled a perfect 300 no 273 Two seventy three was my high um 273
2: at a uh i went two. i went spare spare nine strikes and a spare Wow, that was that was impressive. Because I'm really not that good, so it was pretty amazing to uh, to do that.
1: Dang, that is pretty good. Two seventy three. Right. Yeah. Jeez, who would have thought? Three spares and the rest were strikes. Mm-hmm.
2: And the problem is when you like to bowl, you you got to have your own ball. Mm, which I, which I do, of course. in and, and shoes, that's a no brainer because the ROI on that they're not very expensive, and shoes cost like five dollars to rent. So doesn't take Mm. many bowling times to get your money back but the um uh own bowling ball whenever we go out of town and we might bowl i gotta pack my bowling ball i mean you never know
1: you never know (laughs) do you have like a little bag for it and everything oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah yeah Yeah. it's not pretty but yeah
2: that's awesome
1: that's (laughs) that's interesting (laughs) I feel, um, I feel like it's got a little vomit on it. Actually, now that I think about it, oh
2: yeah, I've for had, sure. I've Why? had it for a long time. I think someone got sick in the back seat one time and and, and grew they, up on it.
1: In your bowling
2: bag? Not in it, like oh, okay. on the outside of it. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like, or a dog did. Maybe maybe one of the dogs did. I don't I don't know. Mm, but there's something that. on it that isn't normal. Okay.
1: Hmm. Well, so this is your bowling career. Tell us about your basketball career. This is interesting. I like talking about this.
2: Well, so, um, again, not good at basketball. I grew up, in, born in Michigan, then lived in Connecticut a little while. Now, Connecticut, when I was 7 to 11, I was, like, pretty good, or at least mm-hmm. I thought I was. But then I moved to Indiana when I was 11, where, obviously, everyone plays basketball, and I found out pretty quickly that I'm not very good Mm. But I tried, and I, I made the seventh-grade basketball team in junior high. Um, but it was pretty apparent my career was going nowhere. I, I sat on the bench a lot. Um, there was a time in seventh grade, I don't know if this is interesting at all, but the, that somehow the school, is a pretty big school, they got behind this um, idea to chant us during the game. Wow. to try to get me in the game. Oh, yeah, we've,
1: yeah, okay. You know, like put in. Yeah, you huh. know. we do that for seniors and, and, and stuff. And the
2: coach heard about this. So the coach is, is Coach Weber, and he said, uh, Uts, come here. He said, if they start chanting your name. So I'm thinking, this is my moment. He's going to put me in, uh-huh. and I know they're going to chant my name tonight. Mm-hmm. And he said, I want you to get up and just run across the court and just run out those doors over there. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I guess he thought that that would be fun to entertain the crowd a little bit, but he it was his way of saying it doesn't mean I'm putting you in the game.
1: He is putting you in the game. No, oh, no. Oh. That wasn't
2: happening. Um, so we got what? to play the last 14 seconds of each game so that the coach could put on a report that we, um, that we played. Uh. Um, you know, how many games your kid played. So anyway. Uh, but I still love playing. We played outside all the time. And then when I moved down here to uh, Charlotte, fast forward into high school, we didn't do any basketball, played outside. But then when I came down here, I was fortunate enough to play in a um, local basketball league at a gym. And uh, that was a lot of fun. Again, still not very good, but had, mm-hmm. had my time. And I can run, you know, I can run back and forth the whole time and shoot three-pointers is kind of my goal. Uh, they know if I drive, I will not make it like I'm, I'm, I'm 1% when I, when I'm shooting layups, it's, I'd rather shoot a three pointer than a layup. Huh. So, um, you know, part of that is uh, one of the guys uh, that played in that was the NASCAR driver, Denning Hamlin. And wow. he, a couple years ago, maybe three or four years ago, um, built his own indoor basketball gym. So now we play over there and we do, we have refs and uh, shot clocks, and they do the draft, and it's uh,
1: dude. It's for real. It's, and you came, yeah. I, well. No, I I showed you. Yeah, I was we, lucky enough to go, and I have never like I I I grew up kind of playing basketball, and I played in rec leagues. This league that they're in, ten times more serious. They take <laughs> stats <laughs> yes. like this. It, they yes. literally have analysts who can't like it's insane <laughs> it's,
2: it's it, a little over the top
1: <laughs> it is and it's so funny i show up denny and denny hamlin's getting his massage in the gym <laughs> in there and everyone like literally guys are there 45 minutes early to warm up yeah. and i'm like this is this is a bragging rights it's bragging rights. it is it's, the funniest uh, thing
2: ever gets us out of our daily routine and uh you go to battle um and the refs I mean, those poor refs—they've never made a call that fifty percent of the people didn't agree with. Oh my I mean, god,
1: were- <laughs> it was so funny. Every and like one Is of the same guys, refs every time, pretty much. Okay. yeah and then yeah. one of the guys who was there when I was working the shot clock, i, I didn't get yelled at. I magically—I don't know how I pulled that off. Um, but then the guy who was working the timer at the table, the yeah. ref didn't call time, and one of the guys on the court was. Screaming his head off for him to stop the time. I'm like, dude, it's like ten seconds. Chill. <laughs> My gosh, yeah. I was like, I didn't realize how big of a
2: deal it actually was. And we still talk about. That. That's why I don't like keeping the shot clock or anything or the yeah. uh, or the time because they will they will. They will come at you. Yeah, I had you, to dial in. Up. I
1: couldn't really. I had to. I had to. I couldn't really pay attention as to who was doing well or what was really going on. I had to watch. And there's there's the two shot there's
2: two leagues. There's the the um, uh, one league that's a little more. I think the one you came to, kind of a um, good level of of players, and they're they're both pretty equal. And then there's the other one um, with just a few different types of people that show up. So it's kind yeah. of saying some people are in both and I, I'm fortunate that I get to do both uh, as long as my body can handle it. But it's yeah. it's like and you saw the banners. I mean, you got to have the yeah, banners Yeah, for the there. Freak,
1: for winning the tournament, they literally have trophies. Yeah, big it's, trophies. Yeah,
2: got a couple of them in serious.
1: the It's serious. I remember actually. I now I remember um that one guy got thrown he got a technical foul. Yes. For yeah. It's fights, crazy. A few fights every once in like No like, way. Are you serious? There's been a few.
2: Yeah. Um, it's just. A, I mean, at the when the game's over, though, everyone's friends again. They go out, and it's. You know, but yeah, there's there's a few. no love lost, uh, and of course, but,
0: it's just in a fourteen million dollar mansion. Yeah,
1: that's true. It's a nice house. He's got a bowling
0: alley in there too. Yeah, yes, he yeah. does.
1: It's really cool.
0: We talked about it two weeks ago. I
1: think. Yeah, we did. When a little bit I came back. Yeah, it dude, it For was like really cool. Minutes. Yeah. Yes. and it's so like if I were rich that would probably be something that I would do too I feel like I would I definitely try to do have a bowling alley and a basketball league
2: I think I'd have a basketball league
1: I love dude basketball is fun I'm not that I'm not that good either but I think basketball Which is really is fun, fun. Yeah. yeah you know
2: and it gets uh, as you saw it gets it gets really competitive and
1: and then there's some guys who are really good like that one oh, guy yeah. who could he would be tr- three guys would be guarding him he would sink one from half court it was yeah. insane it was crazy.
2: Uh, yeah, who'd you see? Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, really good. It was. We got waxed last week by like 30 points or two weeks ago. It was embarrassing. It happens. Um, that's never fun, but it's yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great.
1: But it was cool. I was like glad you got to come. Yeah, I was. A gl- I'm appreciated that I was invited to that. It was yeah. really cool. But. Maybe we do a soggy
2: pancakes from like the upper deck up there. Dude, gladly. (laughs) If if you could get
1: us in there, dude, gladly will. I don't have a lot of cloud over (laughs) (laughs) there. Dude, we will show up and we will do a podcast, one hundred and ten percent, and interview every player. I mean, every player, Danny Hamlin. Watch, dude, watch the games. And it was it was just so funny. And it's like his trophy room. It was cool. Mm-hmm. That's just so cool to be in like an ath- like an athlete's house. That's what it looks. That's what it looks like. Yeah. But yeah. So um, another switching topics now. So what is reviewed? What Re- is that?
2: So Reviewed is a company that we started a couple years ago. We're a software company, Um, basically trying to create the the gig economy for um, specifically in healthcare, for IT talent and for nurses, physicians Mm -hmm. um, that are looking to moonlight, different locations. Uh, We're coming at it from a different way. And I won't bore you with it, but it's um, doing a startup it's um, it's a lot different than anything I've ever done, and um, we're, we're two years in and um, making a lot of progress. That's good. But it is it is quite a process. You have to have an idea uh, that you believe in enough, uh, that you believe in so much that you give up everything to do it, and then you go raise money from anyone. You got to not, that's what one of my mentors said, you got to ask everyone for money uh, all the time and mm-hmm. and you do and you you start to get especially over at the basketball league you see someone show up in a in a lamborghini and yeah. like well okay gotta ask him because mm-hmm. i assume he's got money um and then you kind of become that guy that's always asking everyone so i try to not you know be a little careful with that and um and yeah so we we raise uh, a bunch of money and and now we're we're off. We've we've got some software developers and we've got some clients using it and um and we're hoping to turn it into something something big. Yeah, and buy that bowling alley. That's <laughs> that's true.
1: For your house, yeah. It's
2: not the real reason.
1: But. Yeah. So that sounds like a pretty solid progress or process to start. Uh was there um so like you said two years ago, so did you start before or after COVID began? It was right, uh,
2: right after. It was right I'd, after I had left my uh, consulting company and um, went to um, worked with a software development company and was going to help them out a little bit in some sales, and then they were going to help develop our this platform idea that mm. I I'd had at the time. And then COVID hit during that time. Oh, okay. And then I'm thinking, oh my gosh, is this really a time to go do this? And it turned out it, it really was a good time based yeah. on what's going on in the economy and everything. So it worked out, you know, well. But I'll tell you in a couple of years whether yeah. it's really well or just Yeah, when we record well the enough,
1: podcast in your bowling alley and basketball. Yes, <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. I would
2: look forward to that. Yeah. Have a bunch of flying drone birds. Yeah. Up in the up in the rafters. <laughs> That'll be yeah. awesome. But interesting. Was there a moment that this idea kinda like hit you or like you uh, have to start a business? Oh well, so yeah, that's a good question. I, I think when you really think about it, my whole life I've I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur and and try it. And I would I would just regret it if I went to my grave without having tried it. And so I've always wanted to. I've I've is not the right word, but just I've been um, interested in anytime I meet someone and they say they own a business and what do they do and um, it just mm-hmm. it was just always interesting to me. And then during uh, a couple of my jobs are with the uh, consulting companies you just started to realize uh it was kind of a it was it was good business but it was getting a little uh, commoditized I guess I would say and so I just felt like we could build software to get in the middle of it and I started just vetting it out with kind of both sides of the market the people that would use it to get jobs and then the people that would use it to find those people and and do it in a unique way, and um, so got enough people telling me I think it's a good idea, and vet it out, um, you know, and why not Why not give it a try, and then when people start writing you checks because they know you actually started a company and got lawyers involved, and um, it's a whole process of understanding how to, how to raise money, uh, the, the legal terms that come along with it, and then the next steps of raising potentially more money, and then what they call Series A, Series B, Series C. I mean, the ultra successful companies have series of fundraising that you know go and go. And these and software companies don't necessarily make money. You think all oh, these companies out here are making tons of money, and they're just they're really not. Yeah. Um, but they've raised a lot of money, and they look they look good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. And now I'm out on the uh, I got on the road a little bit. Uh, you don't get to travel much anymore, especially in healthcare, and they they. Keep you at arm's length, yeah. uh, understandably. And uh, But I did go to Dallas uh, this week. And when I was coming back, this really has nothing to do with the company, but it's always good to get out and travel. Mm-hmm. And this this guy next to me, I, I could tell something was going on with his eye. And I looked at it, and um, it was, he had a Captain America eye. So like the, the shield. And, Is that uh, world? Yeah, it was, a, it was a glass eye. And then uh-huh. he had a picture with all the Marvel characters on his shirt, and in the middle was Jesus, and it said, "And that's how I saved the world." Huh? And I said, "Did your did your shirt have Jesus talking to the Marvel characters about?" It? And so I just laughed, and the guy had a sense of humor. And uh, oh, that's that is funny. He said he um he was fixing a car, and it um, the the he was on his back, and the jack fell. And the car oh, landed no. on his face, Ooh. and pretty much shattered his entire face. Somehow, he was able to roll out. I mean, he's bleeding profusely, of course. He was able to roll out from under it and get out miraculously. And uh, but ever since, he's had, and he's pretty, you know, normal-looking guy except for he's got this huh. glass eye. Captain America,
1: oh. glass eye. I don't think I've ever heard of that. No, one.
2: it's. I mean, it's it's quite a conversation piece. That yeah, is. Um, I will
1: say, Marvel like big Marvel fans like they go all out. Yeah, they do like tattoos. <laughs> yeah. There's some people he with had crazy Captain
2: America socks. Uh, oh like, yeah, this guy just loves, and he was an F-16. He was an interesting guy, and he was an F-16 fighter pilot. Wow. Um, yeah, so pretty cool. I lived down in um, Arizona somewhere, and still instructs um, F-16 fighters. Man, that's sweet. I was like, see, so, you now you're interesting. I, I mean, that it's it's, um, I don't know. I always enjoy talking to people and just finding out what's uh, where they're from, what they do, how they got there, and uh, yeah. you learn you learn a little every time you talk to someone.
1: Did you should go talk to people at Waffle House? Those people, they always <laughs> have a story. I love talking to people at Waffle House. It's my favorite thing to do. I remember one time when we were at a Waffle House. I sw- it was the one it was when we were going to Kiowa i think it was you and the two other guys we took down two two years ago maybe one year Man. ago i don't know yeah um years. but we were there and i played johnny cash on the touch to the mm-hmm. like over the speakers whatever you mm-hmm. can like play music and um one of our, our, our server yeah server was she was just talking to me and she was like yeah i i worked um for johnny cash like i li- i served johnny cash when he would go on tour hmm. i was like that's the coolest thing ever and she was like yeah one time i accidentally walked on walked in on him and june carter like just having a conversation and <laughs> they like let her in and like talked to her or something i was yeah, like yeah that's awesome and how like isn't that the wildest thing ever i so, think i've
0: also met i don't know if this was with Wobble House but you meet pe I think I met someone that would, like did some famous person's makeup. I don't know if you were. S- I no. I don't know yeah, that remember, one. But I remember that like the people you can just find.
1: Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> it's like, like it's so okay. random. Like you never know who's serving you food. Um. Yeah, I never really think
2: to ask them if they know Johnny Cash or anything. Yeah.
1: No, that was just luck. <laughs> but I like talking to them and just asking how yeah. they're doing. You know. You never it's, know. A, everyone has a story. That's true. Everyone has a story. But. Yeah, but as okay, so as an entrepreneur and creating your own company, yes. what has been the biggest struggle? Because it seems like actually COVID kind of gave you. Did it give you a push almost, or it, was it? Yeah, because um, I know a lot of companies would talk about COVID being a huge struggle.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, what it, what happened was it empowered the idea of remote work a lot mm-hmm. more, which helps us and the the types of talent in there. So that was that was a great thing um and i and i always knew that we could pretend we're a company until you raise money and as soon as you raise money that's when it's that's when it's real um uh, mm-hmm. not making your company a sure success but it's there's no turning back gotcha. you go get a job somewhere you can quit you can just go find another right. job. right now we've got um and it's great i mean it's 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 there's many things that drive you every day as an entrepreneur um but the uh, drive and knowing that you cannot fail mm-hmm. is it's it's stress but it's it's also very motivating to wake up every day knowing there is no option to fail hmm. um so that's other than that it just kind of becomes like this thing and and as a lifelong sales guy uh, relationship type guy. It's like, I was going to go work someplace. Right. And sell something for someone probably. And probably not even something that I loved. So why not create what I can now go sell? Right. And that's where my mind was is, is if I can get behind it and, and we'll see as we grow and hire more people and, and, um, you know, where my role will be. We, we don't know, but, um, you know it's it's something that we built and it's 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 pretty cool seeing it come and seeing when you do uh when you watch the hospitals actually use the software that that yeah that you know oh, your yeah. team has created and built it's it's pretty awesome
1: yeah that is really um, cool. we just need
2: more people using it
1: yeah that's true, <laughs> but that's really interesting it is really cool we'll
2: get there it's not for everybody it is not for the faint of heart it is not for and and what's funny is I wouldn't say that I'm a risk taker, um, hmm. but yet here, here I am. Yeah, um,
0: I guess that's kind of relative to what. I mean, if you're not a risk taker, but it's something that you really want to do, so maybe it's not a risk. It's more of just, it's potentially a reward. That's
2: uh, that's a so what my wife would say is you're just doing what you're meant to be doing, mm-hmm. and so it's it's not about the risk necessarily, yeah. but you know you use the word reward, and and yeah, it kind of is when you wake up every day knowing you're doing what you're supposed to be doing is is pretty cool, yeah. Um, and I, and I've so many people say I wish I had um your guts. I'll say guts instead of what they say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. It's it's just I find it interesting that I think so many people want to do it because mm-hmm. they they see that as a um, as a pretty nice thing to be able to go do yeah but um but it it's it just takes a lot and yeah. it takes a lot of sacrifice and yeah and my kids you know they don't get to go on vacation they don't get to it just yeah
1: it is what it is yeah but get that's guns. you know that's cool that you're doing it though yeah. and I think. I feel like ten years down the road, I think you're gonna say, "I'm glad I did it."
2: I hope it doesn't take that long.
1: Or okay, not ten years ago, <laughs> but okay, five, a couple no. years in the yes. making, you're gonna be yeah. glad I, you did it.
2: I agree, and then uh, and that's it. Truly is amazing, and I've watched the uh, entrepreneur for anyone listening that is interested in this. It's like anybody, anybody, and I've seen them from all walks of life can do and go be successful and, and right. raise my it's easier for others than it yeah. is you know some people have the connections some people don't and but even people without there's ways to to figure it out and uh you just gotta just gotta want to go do it that's very true but, like you guys soggy pancakes yeah I mean, look at you you're yeah.
1: entrepreneurs thank you yeah we're just i mean it's just what we want to do and we take our ideas that's the thing about create like we created it so we can do whatever we want with it if it was like a branch off of someone else's podcast they would tell us what we need to do with it so we just do what we're told but it's kind of more fun and you know and then you put your work into it and you're creative and then we see the numbers and the success of it and then we're like we did that yeah so that's awesome but there is a lot less risk for us than it is for you. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, just a just little, a little, little less. $15 a month. It's a little tiny big difference. but, but That's what it costs to yeah. uh, basically have a service? To keep, to keep our website up. That's what it is. It's okay. $15. For each of us, we put $15 awesome. together a month. But
2: hey, who Who built your website?
1: I did. Mr. Did Technology yeah. Guy over there. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. yeah, he so, kind of carries that a little bit. But. Yeah, <laughs> do the yeah. tech stuff. I'll
0: record, edit, and then huh. post.
2: And what got you uh, interested in being able to do all this?
0: Oh well, just I don't know. <laughs>
1: I like technology. Just like it. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. That's cool.
1: he's got a natural talent to it. It's really incredible.
2: Well, I um, I've seen what uh, the people that are great at technology and what they can do and. And when you know technology and you have some kind of personality that can go kind of walk both sides and like kind of be a sales type person's uh, yeah. personality, obviously someone that can do a podcast and talk to people and at the same time know technology, that's a, that's a darn good combination. And when you know... When you know technology, you can you can kind of do whatever you want in this world right mm. now because um, we we have a lot of those folks in our platform that demand uh, quite a bit of money per hour. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, but, but it's good. They're talented, and the yeah. good ones are hard to find. That's awesome. true. All right. Well, I think any more questions from you, Mister Hamilton? I mean, if you had one piece of
0: advice, I don't know. It's kind of a vague question, but
2: it, you know, it's, it's uh kind of but classic. it's an interesting question and I love that. Uh, I like that you ask it. I don't know that I have anything very profound in that, but <laughs> yeah. um, I think asking that question is a good idea for everyone at every age to be doing, to ask of their, the, the next generation. Cause you, you kind of, we all know what where we end up you know no one wins it's right. it's uh you know we all end up in the same place for the most part right mm-hmm. and uh so it's everyone will have regrets uh but i you try to limit them yeah. right and yeah. and you just okay that's a good y- one you set your fear um you just got to set your fears to the side and uh and get uncomfortable um if you're if you're comfortable every single day that's great and that's good for some people. Um, but get uncomfortable. And I can't tell you how uncomfortable I've been for the last two years. Yeah, so um, <laughs> in, in every day it gets more uncomfortable. So it's um, you know it's not just about taking risk and, and doing that. it's it's just uh, getting as much experience as you can and actually listening to like I think you guys are old enough now that maybe you think your parents know a little bit what they're talking about. Yeah, maybe but you know the other kids around <laughs> yeah. that 14 15 16 you know, like your parents don't know anything. Oh, I remember the thinking that the smartest people in the world all
1: the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um so
2: yeah, I, I think I think getting getting uncomfortable and and doing the things that um that are hard that have good reward in the long term. But don't 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 kill yourself to do it. You know, you got to enjoy your life too.
1: That's a great piece of advice. I like it. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, we'll um When we end each podcast, we like our guests to finish it off by saying one phrase or word, and then we just shut it off. So, you got anything that you want to finish it off with?
2: Bicycle. (laughs) All right.